Hey everyone, and welcome back to Growing Flowers from Our Graves podcast. As promised, I am back with a bonus episode with end of year reset tips and tricks to help you guys get ready to step into your highest version of yourself coming in 2024. And we don't have to wait to New Year's to start doing that. I believe the work begins now and we are in the mid of December already. I can't believe how fast the month is going. The new year is right around the corner. But we have some time. Let's start rewiring our brain like the last episode. If you haven't tuned into that one, Changing Old Patterns, talking all about all things neuroplasticity and how we can rewire our minds and prepare ourselves to eliminate old bad habits and prepare to set into some new ones. So please tune into that if you missed it. But as promised, uh, we are going to dive into some end of year reset tips. So let's go ahead and get started. So I want to first say that these tips and tricks you can do at any given point because I think one reason why we often been not committing um, to our self-development journeys is because we feel like if we failed at something once that we don't have the opportunity to restart again. And that is a false narrative and I believe that it doesn't matter um, if you fall off track, if you, you know, say you went consistently one week and you failed at the next week waking up early, if that's a habit you're trying to commit to, I believe you can reset and restart at any given time. So that is why I said we don't have to wait till New Year's to hit that reset button. Uh, I believe we could do it now. And even if you fail now, then when New Year's hits, reset again, restart again. The only thing that we have to commit to doing and I want to say 100% commitment is to never give up, never stop getting back up when you fall down, never stop restarting because it doesn't matter if you fail. It doesn't matter if you didn't hit your goal. You can always start again. And I had this um, this conclusion with myself because I was looking at a vision board I did two years ago and I did it for a two-year time span. So it was like my 2022 to 2023 vision board. And I knew that a lot of those goals on there, um, and this is a whole other episode in it for itself, we can get into vision boards. But I realized a lot of my goals were actually more like five, 10 year goals that I wrote on there. And I was like, okay, well, I want to eliminate doing, you know, just heavy long-term goals, maybe I want to break those long-term goals down into smaller goals. This way I can actually hit them. I can actually complete them. But when I was looking at my vision board, I was like, okay, what did I do? And maybe I started and I didn't fully commit to it. And I just gave up on it that I can restart and tap back into it now because it doesn't matter if I, if I started it and I quit. I can always restart it. And one of those things was my self-development coaching. I launched it back in 2022 and I put my website up. I got my photo shoot done. I was creating my um, my first like class, my uh, first teachable that I wanted to sell, my first coaching, uh, coaching uh, method. And I was so ready. Like I was all in. And then you know, life started lifing and things started hitting me and I didn't have as much time. I had to go back to working a regular job. 
um, because I found out I was pregnant. And, you know, things happen to us. We are normal human beings and we get off track a lot of times. But again, we can't just give up and just, you know, brush those things off if that is our goal, if that is our dream. And I kind of just brushed it under the rug and it's been like a whole year and a half later now. And I'm like, okay, I need to get back into my self-development coaching. Like if I want to be a self-development mindset coach, I need to be doing the work, the action steps that's going to get me to getting clients, to doing what I want to do. And that's to help others. And yes, I am taking that action now with being consistent with my podcast, because that is what this podcast is about. But I realized it is okay to restart at any time. So I want you to keep that in the back of your mind. Um, When you get these tips and you write them down, pin it into your notes. Like this is pinned in my notes, these steps. And I want to have it pinned there because if I ever fall off track, I can look back and I can start again. And that is okay. So the first step that I have written down was decluttering my phone and my social media. This one is so important because I believe that what we consume and what we allow to consume us is so important because it affects us. And I believe a lot of people don't give much thought into this, um, into like their social environments, into their um, you know, their technology environments, because I believe, uh, you know, social media and the social world is two different social environments. But I believe that a lot of people need to start giving more thought into these things, into the type of music that you're listening to, into what you're scrolling on your feed, to what movies you're watching, what TV shows. Like, I truly believe it goes as deep as that, because what we are putting into our mind and digesting into our body, souls, and spirit is going to affect us. And I am so big on law of attraction and just mindset. Like I am really studying and getting really back into this because I truly believe in not just the biblical factor, but the scientific factor of, you know, our mind control. And I do believe it is so important that we are aware and alert of these things that we're allowing to consume us because It is going to affect our lifestyle. It's going to affect how we operate. It's going to affect how we think about things. And for example, I used to be a lover of trap music and I do still love it. Like if I'm going to get a workout in, I might want to throw on some ratchet music and just get me hyped up. Like, don't get me wrong. I love that music still, but I realized that a lot of it was not feeding my mind what I wanted to, you know, just hearing about drugs, guns, killings, like, yeah, it has a good flow. It has a good beat. I love me some, you know, little baby, little Dirk. I, you know, I want to, I want to still listen to those things, but I want to minimize it because that's not what I really want to be consuming. And I'm going to be honest with you for the past, I want to say two months, it's been two months now. I have not been really listening to music. I can't really tell you what new songs dropped. Alinda, my boyfriend, plays it for me in the car because he he still listens to his music, you know, and I'll be like, oh, like, you know, so-and-so came out with an album. Like, oh, that's cool. Oh, this is a song. Like, okay. You know, like, honestly, first of all, I even love Chris Brown. I haven't even heard Chris Brown's full album. That is how much I have distanced myself away from hip-hop music. And it's not because I have anything, you know, against those artists or anything. I love music. I always been a dancer. I grew up as a dancer, like 
professional ballet dancer, hip hop dancer. Like I love music and it was really hard for me to disconnect from that. But I realized that I also want to listen to music that is uplifting. So now my go-to music is gospel music and I don't care. You can judge me, but that is what is aligned with my life. I want to listen to more gospel music. That's going to put me in a positive state of mind. You know, when I hear trap music and I hear about, you know, maybe like their riches, that influences me with like jealousy or like secrecy, like feeling that need, like, oh my God, like this artist, they're so rich. They're so famous. They come from nothing. They was a drug dealer. And now they're, you know, they got all this money, you know, like just listening to that stuff wasn't putting me in a positive state of mind. I really wanted to consume my mind with things that is going to uplift me and not bring me down or influence me in any negative way. Gospel music does that for me. It aligns me with Christ. It aligns me with just positive energy, hearing like God is working things out for the good. He's my firm foundation. He's my rock. He's my savior. You know, like that influenced me in a positive way. And I also listen to a lot more podcasts that is on mindset, manifestations, you know, affirmations, uh, girly things. You know, I even listen to some podcasts on like fake gospel gossip talk I don't even call it gossip like I am a huge fan of um, call her daddy you know that's probably not 100% the best podcast to always listen to but you know she's she's staring away from just talking about only sex you know she's expanded her horizon so I highly really recommend listening to her podcast I love that podcast um, I love listening to podcasts you know just putting things in my mind that's going to benefit me that's going to be useful to me because we only have 24 hours in a day. And I realized that a lot of what I used to do that was consuming my time was not benefiting me. And I was like, okay, what can I do to start making myself have more time or squeeze in things that's going to benefit me into my my daily, you know, routines that's going to, I'm going to use my time wisely. Like if I have a 40 minute commute to work and I throw on a podcast, like, I just use those 40 minutes wisely. Like, okay, I just learned something new on the podcast or something influenced me on the pos- on the podcast. You know, like I'm really trying to maximize my time because time is going so fast, first of all. I don't know if I'm the only one that feels like the days are just flying. Like, I can't even believe it's the end of 2023. We're already mid-December. Christmas is around the corner. I have not, no, I'm lying. I just ordered my, my Christmas gifts for my people's, like, the day before yesterday um so like I don't even have a Christmas tree up y'all I'm not putting a Christmas tree up this year that's a whole other shenanigan in itself but I just I really want to maximize my time because time is going fast and when we use our time wisely like we just can get so much more out of our day when we're doing simple things like this like I had to stop scrolling on TikTok because TikTok was consuming my life And don't get me wrong, I love TikTok. TikTok is hilarious. TikTok is very much still useful. Um, And I think that's what I had to take a break and detach from TikTok because I was just in such a, a habit of, okay, I'm getting on and I'm scrolling and I'm just watching whatever's on my feed. Now I'm more intentional with my TikTok. I go on TikTok and I actually search things up, like things that 
I either want to learn or, you know, things that I'm looking for in that day. Like maybe it's like a, a new morning routine. I'll search up morning routine, see what other people are doing. Um, I did look up, you know, some new manifestation methods on there. Okay. What new manifestation methods are other people doing? Um, you know, just using TikTok like that to be more intentional has benefited me so much because I'm not just scrolling and just seeing funny things or dances anymore. And then there's sometimes where I don't want to just be in learner's mode. I don't want to consume, you know, anything useful. Like I do still have those moments. I just want to scroll. I just want a good time on my feet. I just want to laugh. I just want to, you know, see whatever comes up. And then I just scroll for a little bit. But I do not waste two hours anymore scrolling on TikTok, just looking at whatever's on my feed, unuseful things. That took up so much of my time. I had to eliminate that habit because I know a lot of people understand. Like, if you know, you know, TikTok can take up your time. And Instagram, too. Like, I would scroll on Instagram. And this is when I realized I needed to declutter my social media. And when I say declutter my Instagram, I had to unfollow a lot of people and I still have so many people I have to unfollow, not because I have anything against those people, but I cannot relate to what they're posting anymore or what they're posting isn't beneficial to me. And okay, to dive deeper into this, because I feel like this is so major, so major, and this was really life changing to me when I was in my process of eliminating a bad habit. And if you heard my testimony, then you know already, I used to be um, a dancer at a nightclub. I used to drink a lot. I had problems with alcoholism. Um, I was always over drinking. I was always out partying, clubbing till like early times in the morning. I was so disconnected from my child. Like I stopped doing, you know, things with her. Like when we first moved to Philadelphia, we used to do a lot of things together and when I got caught up in the nightlife and just I made all these friends that was caught up in the nightlife, I was always out partying. I was always out just doing a lot of sinful things. And when I realized that I didn't want that lifestyle anymore and I had to change my lifestyle, it came down to the fact that I had to isolate myself from these people. I had to um, begin isolating myself from things that was triggering me and social media was a huge trigger instagram was a huge trigger because i followed like my managers like the club i would like the clubs i would dance at i would follow their pages um you know just to see what the events they had going on when i was working there but when i wasn't working there i was like okay i need to unfollow these pages because they're posting things that's tempting to me that makes me want to go back into that lifestyle or a lot of the dancer friends i had you know they would post their content to you know, showcase like, you know, for the people to come see them at the club and just seeing like the atmosphere again on social media, like seeing money being thrown on stage. That was triggering for me, like especially when I was going through my financial issues, you know, I'm trying to trust God with my finances. And then I'm going on Instagram and remembering I can go to the club and make a thousand dollars in, you know, a night or a couple of quick nights instead of waiting for two weeks to get this paycheck. But it wasn't the lifestyle I wanted to live. That's not how I wanted to make my money. But it was so triggering for me to have. It, it was like seeing flashbacks, you know, like I was getting flashbacks of, you know, that lifestyle. And it was so triggering for me. And for me trying to eliminate that habit, I had to stop following these people. I had to because if I didn't, I was going to be like 
leveled back into that. That's not the word I was looking for. Like lowered back into that. Is that the word? You know what I mean? I was going to be pulled back into that lifestyle because it was all I was seeing. And again, what we allow to consume us is going to be our lifestyle. What we think we become. Okay. And that's a huge thing in manifesting what you think you become, what you think you attract, you know, like, and I don't want to be thinking about that lifestyle and, and be attracting that lifestyle back into my life. So I believe that if there is habits that you're trying to eliminate and you have those triggers on your social media, get them off, just get them off. And, you know, sometimes this might be a little hard because it was hard for me because I also had like a people pleaser, um, what's the word, like attack in my head because I was like, okay, I don't want my friends, you know, these people that, you know, my acquaintances, people that I was just cool with, you know, I don't want them to think I'm unfollowing them because we're not cool anymore or I have something against them. No, I had to make it very clear that, you know, okay. And some, some of them I was really close to, but for the most part, no one ever messaged me though. And was like, Hey, why did you unfollow me? Some, some of them I still have to go on and and unfollow because, you know, um, that I have not decluttered my social media yet, but this is something I'm going to do, um, along with you guys. But Sometimes you maybe you just have to message that person and be like, you know, hey, I just want to give you a heads up. Like, I'm going to unfollow you because I'm trying to break this habit. And the post that your your content is triggering to me and I don't want to be affected by it. And I just want to let you know, like, we're still cool. I have nothing against you. I just want to give you a heads up so you're not surprised that I unfollowed you. It is as simple as that. And this goes down to our boundaries and you're just putting up a boundary between you and that person's content. And if that person is really your friend or if they really care for you in any type of way, they're going to understand. They're going to be okay. You know, they're not going to be like, oh my God, you don't follow me no more. We can't be friends. And if they are that way, then the hell with them. They can keep it pushing because this is about you, honey. Okay. This is your time to thrive. This is your development process you know and if they don't align with that then they're not meant to be in your life and this is the sign for you to eliminate that person from your life because they don't respect your boundaries they don't respect your goals and your development for yourself so I think you know if if you feel like oh you know this person's gonna feel some type of way well just send them a message okay but really really give Revy much thought and intention into how you're using your social media yeah yeah, tongue twister your social media and really just you know put your needs first because sometimes we we just like you know we're like always thinking about how what we want is going to affect other people and this is the year that we're not doing that no more it's a you know this is going to be a very good selfish year and I'm not saying selfish where you start acting like, you know, your shit don't stink or like you're better than everyone else. No, like you can be a kind, full, selfish person if that makes sense. Um, but what I mean by that is to put your needs first, you know, this year you got to get a little more selfish with yourself. Okay, like that is the only way that you're going to get the lifestyle you want. And I mean that in a positive way, like I said, you know, okay, if I have to distance myself from these friends because they're doing the things that I want to get away from doing, then I got to be selfish and I have to cut those friendships off because it's not going to benefit me. And another 
example can be like for smokers or over drinkers. When I was trying to stop over drinking and partying all the time, I had to cut those friends off. I had to stop hitting those friends up. I had to, you know, every time they asked me to go out to party, you know, I'm sorry, I'm going to stay home tonight. And hey, if I had to lie a little bit and tell them I didn't have a babysitter, I did that a couple of times too. Like, I don't got a babysitter. That is the best excuse. If you have kids and you don't want to party anymore, you don't want to go out drinking, you don't want to smoke, use your kids, man. Just be like, I don't have a sitter. (laughs) Um, I don't believe that, you know, we should always lie. I think we should start stepping into our authenticity and just own up to who you are. I don't want to be that person anymore. I'm eliminating this habit. I don't want to do it. So I'm sorry. I'm not going to go out with you tonight. But it might take you some time to get there. In the beginning, I had to lie a little bit. I don't have a babysitter. I'm not going out. Now I could comfortably tell people, no, I don't want to go out. I don't want to drink. I even tell my boyfriend this sometimes, you know, like I think he totally gets it now. And like, we're on the same page. We don't party and drink as much as we used to either. Um, Actually, I can't even say as much. We don't party and drink at all. Okay. We went out. This is a little story time. We went out the other night to the city and there was like this Christmas theme bar we've been dying to check out since last year but we've just been so busy like I said we don't go out we don't really have much of a social life anymore so I was like you know what I was coming back from my work trip in Miami and I was like we don't have the kids tonight we don't have to pick them up till tomorrow let's take advantage let's go out for a little date night let's just go have like a drink or two you know we don't drink like that anymore and if we do like we're in the house drinking like wine um, maybe like a cooler or something so I was like, let's just go out. Let's just enjoy our time away from the kids. And let's go check out that Christmas theme bar. So we went to, and it's called Tinseltown or Tinsel, not Tinseltown. We always get confused with this. It's called Tinsel, but it's in the city. And it was just so nice to get out, to be in a social environment. But we went and we kind of were like chilling, but bored at the same time. Um, It was just me and him and... I guess I can say like it was just a little boring because we need to make some friends but even that like I don't know it was just like it was nice to just check out the bar and you know but we didn't stay out long and we actually went to another bar that we always wanted to check out as well and while we were there I was just watching everyone and it was crazy because they was having like some type of like bachelorette or bachelor party or someone got married I don't know there was a lot of people out celebrating something and like the guys had suits and the girls were all dressed up um I don't know maybe it was just a night out with a whole bunch of friends but it was a big group and I was just watching them and like some of the girls were like really drunk and this one really drunk girl sat down next to me and her friends was like making sure she was okay and I was just watching her body language and like she was like stuttering and she was like a little like tipping to the side her eyes was like kind of like rolling back and I know the signs of being drunk because I've been there plenty of times and while I'm watching her I low-key was just like thanking God that he got me out of that lifestyle and I wasn't doing this in a judging way but I was just doing this in a grateful way that I overcome that because I didn't want that for myself anymore and while I was sipping my drink I was like I'm so glad that now I can go out And I can have a drink to my discretion. Like I can go and have one or two drinks to do it because I want to enjoy the drink or I want to be social, a sociable, you know, Um, I mostly do it because I really want to enjoy the drink. You know, like I want to enjoy a margarita. Um, I want to enjoy a little tequila and pineapple, but I don't do it to get drunk and I don't want to be drunk. And I feel like I used to always just crave like that high of being drunk and that was my intention for always going out to drink was to reach that 
so while I was watching her, I was just like, I can't believe that I overcome that. I can't believe I used to live that lifestyle. I used to be like blackout drunk sometimes, not remembering how I got home, not remembering what happened that night, you know, and that is scary. But now that I'm, I'm through it, I can look back and have this reflection. So while I was sitting there just watching these people like be drunk and a lot of them are having a blast, you know, like when you're drunk, you're dancing, you're, you're such a free spirit. But I was like, I am so happy that I can, I can still have that lifestyle, but being more sober, I don't have to be blackout drunk. I don't have to be out of my mind drunk. I don't have to have, you know, that many drinks to get me to the level where I, I can open up. You know, like me and my man sat there, we had a total of that whole night, probably like three, four drinks. He had like four. I had like three. And we sat there and we was talking and we was observing and we was just enjoying, you know, the music, checking out the bar, seeing the atmosphere. And it was just nice. It was it was very much a positive experience. And I was like, I am just so happy that I have more control over my life. Um, and I make choices that are going to benefit me and I make choices that are going to influence, you know, positivity into my life. So that was that story time. Okay. Let's get back to our steps. So the second step is going to be decluttering your home. Um, and also I'm going to throw in decluttering your car because I need to clean my car out. Um, okay. So when we are manifesting, so let's say you're manifesting a new house or a new car. It is so important that we start acting like we have the things that we want. We start vibrating on the energy level as if we had those things. So, for example, if I'm manifesting a new house, I need to take care of the home that I already have. Okay? Because one thing I know for sure is God is not going to bless me with anything that I I don't take care of what I already have. And I don't act out of a great a gratefulness of what I already have. So this is taking care of your home. Decluttering your home also helps eliminate that chaotic energy. And for me, this is so important because I I feel like I have OCD. So I feel like I I can't function in a cluttered home, in a messy home. Like it just puts me in a negative energy. My spirits aren't high. I don't feel motivated. It makes me feel lazy. It makes me feel like nasty and I just don't like it. And my home is never that messy. But right now we are in the process of moving and we started packing and then our moving date got delayed and I kind of just fell back into my laziness and I was like, oh, okay, like thanks. Thanks that I do get this little longer break of packing and I have more time, but in the process of packing and our busy schedule and stuff like that, like I haven't had time to really clean and I just, I, I haven't been, I haven't been in the highest spirits in my home because of the mess, you know, um, the boxes everywhere. I really do need to like, you know, get into cleaning the bathroom and, you know, like stuff like that. Like we had laundry piled up for so long. So the other day I took the time out and I folded all our laundry, put our laundry away. Um, whether that was packing up the laundry, cause we kind of been living out of like our boxes and stuff. Cause I'm not rehangering it to then repack it. Like I'm not doing that. So I was like, okay, like, let me get this laundry out the way. I have like another load sitting there now that I'm like, okay, today and tomorrow I'm off. I have some time. I'm going to get it in the washer and dryer. And then the next day I'm going to fold it and put that away. So I feel like this is an important step because 
the environment that you're in is going to influence the energy in your life. Again, if you're living in chaos, you're going to attract more chaos. You're going to be vibing out of a chaotic energy. And if you're driving in your car and you're trying to manifest a new car and your car is messy, you got bottles, you got fast food bags. Um, I had a friend that used to have this actually. Every time I got in her car, things that she was eating that they was in her car or just water bottles. She, Her car was, oh my God, her car was always messy. And I used to get in the car and I'm like, girl, you need to clean your car. Like, how do you even feel comfortable driving in here? Like, girl, clean your car. Like, I love you, but like your car is driving me nuts. And I think it's important that we clean our car. Let's take care of the car that we already have. And I don't care if you're driving a hoopty child, okay? Let me tell you. If you are driving a hoopty, but it gets you to point A to point B, girl, you better act like you are in your Range Rover, your Lamborghini, whatever dream car that you have on your vision board that you're trying to attract, act like you have that car now. Go ahead and get yourself some cute little decor for your car. Get yourself a little cute fuzzy um, steering wheel cover. Get yourself some cute mats. Get yourself some little cute, um, now they have um, those little like things that you could plug in. It's not an air freshener, but they're like decor for your air freshener things um i've seen like some girls do like hello kitty um floral stuff get some of those deck out your your little hoopty now but when you're in it act like you are in your range rover put your music on blast your music put that vibrational energy out there that i'm thankful for what i have i'm loving what i have but i'm going to manifest that range rover i think it's so important that if our if our environment that we're in is you know clean and at a high level we're going to vibe at a high level okay the next step we are going to break down our goals into habits this is going to help you create habits that you want to implement into your life Every goal that you have, you can have a habit that is going to lead you into reaching that goal. You cannot reach any goal without having positive habits in your life, positive routines in your life. For example, if you are, um, let's think, let's think of a habit that I'm trying to influence. Okay, I want to get into the habit of writing every day. Well, okay, let me rephrase that. I, my goal is that I want to finish my book. So my habit is I want to get into the habit of writing every day because if I write every day, um, and I want to even break that down smaller, I'm trying to figure out if I want to write like a page a day or a certain amount of words a day or two pages a day or a chapter a day, um, depending on how many, like if I, like, I'm, I'm still trying to figure it out. Like, okay, on my off day, I want to write a chapter in that day. So Yes, that's the habit I want to do. I want to write every day, whether it's a certain amount of pages, whether it's a chapter this day or a page that day. I want to write every day so that I can finish my book. That is a habit that's going to allow me to reach my goal. So think about your goals. Think about what's on your vision board. And I want you to think, okay, what can I start doing? What can I get in the habit of doing that's going to lead up to that goal? Another example would be, all right, if you want to quit drinking, okay, and then that's your goal. I want to quit drinking. Then your habit might be, okay, maybe count how many times you're going out in a week, how many drinks you get when you go out in a week, okay? Let's say you drink a total of 20 drinks in a week. Maybe start by saying, okay, I'm going to narrow down those 20 drinks to maybe 
I don't want to do a big jump. Let's say like 10 or five, um, you know, break it down. How, what's realistic for you? What's a realistic habit that is going to help you reach your goal? Maybe say, okay, this month of December, I'm going to limit down to 10 drinks. And then January, I'm going to limit down to five drinks. Then I'm going to limit down to three, then two, then one, then zero. Then I'm going to go those next few months sober. I'm only going to have mocktails. Or if you don't even want, you want to eliminate the sugar. I'm only going to have water, whatever. Break it down to where it's realistic and it's going to work for you. Yes, some goals you can get into a habit and do a cold turkey, um, big quantum leap jump and try to just change your lifestyle around. But a lot of the times we don't accomplish our goals because the habits that we're doing is not realistic. We're not giving ourselves that realistic um, expectation where, okay, I can do this and I can reach this goal by doing this. So really think about what you're trying to accomplish and really get those habits to align with that goal. Because Again, when I look back at my vision board, I realized that I did not do this for my vision board that I created that two year one ago. I realized that I didn't have small goals that equaled ha- like limited down to habits and doing those habits and routines that was going to get me to that goal that I just had the goal in mind and I was just winging it. We are not winging it this year. No, we are going to get realistic with ourselves. We're going to really get down to the grunt work. And what habits are we going to start doing that's going to get us to our goal? Okay, next, we are going to set up a habit tracker, whether it's on your phone, whether you buy one in a journal, whether you go and do a DIY one. You can definitely go, which I did this. um, I went on TikTok. I used TikTok intentionally. And I was like, okay, let me look up DIY habit trackers. I'm going to get a journal. I'm going to create my habit tracker. I'm going to put my habits into it. And I'm going to start tracking my habits. This is important because we want to make sure that we are being consistent. We are going to make sure that we are um, attending to those habits that's going to lead us to that goal. If you're not doing these habits, if you're not doing your routines, if you're not doing the work, you're not going to reach your goal. That is the sad, hard pill to swallow, but it is the truth. So get your habit tracker, set it up. Okay, next, we are getting into the vision board. I want you to start creating your vision board for 2024. Um... I feel like this, like I said, could probably be a whole nother maybe bonus episode I could throw in um, this month, vision board, what to do, how to do it. Um, I think I'm going to say that because that is very much a huge topic, but very important that you do a vision board. I started mine two years ago, but like I said, I've actually been studying more on vision boards and how to make it more useful and beneficial to you. And I realized I did it wrong the first time, but don't get me wrong. I did accomplish a few things on that vision board, but I now learned some more tips and tricks that I can actually put in that bonus episode and tell you guys how to make it more useful to you. Like I said, breaking down those big goals into smaller goals, into those habits. I think that was very important. I did not do that. So this time around, I'm going to do that. Okay. Next, we are going to schedule more fun stuff to do. When you're on a self-development journey, okay, we get so consumed in, okay, what's the work I got to do? I get, I feel like we get over, overwhelmed, over-consumed with taking action, and that can be a good and bad thing for you. It can affect you because 
you can get so caught up in that hustle. Okay, I need to change this. I need to be doing these habits. And you know what? I feel like it also starts to push us away from wanting to accomplish those things because it starts to feel like a job. We start to feel like how we feel when we go to work at nine to five, like, oh, I got to get up. I got to do this. Uh, And it starts to become dragging. I don't want you to feel that. And I remember when I was on my, like, I was on, I was, when I started my self-development coaching program, I was on it. Like, I was doing the work. I was every day I was waking up. I did my morning routine. And then I hit that burnout feeling, that dragging feeling like, oh, I got to get up. I got to do this. And then you start to get overwhelmed with negative thoughts. Like, if I don't do this, I'm not going to reach that goal and I'm going to be stuck in this lifestyle. And then it brings us right back to where we started. We're back in secrecy mode. We're back into thinking those negative thoughts. And then now we're not vibing at a high vibrational level. We're not feeling motivated to do what we want to do that's going to benefit us to change our lives. We start to feel like this is a job. And I believe that as much as you do need to be putting in the work and taking your action, you need to have fun. You need to enjoy life. And it's, this is in the Bible, okay? God created us for joy. God created us with the ability to be given his peace. We can have peace in chaos. We can have peace in our life no matter what we're going through because it is God's peace that he gives to us, not what the world gives us, okay? You are never going to find abundant peace in the world. You're going to find that in God, okay? And I believe that we can live joyfully as much as we can, you know, still hustle and get our things done. And this was major for me. And this is why, you know, I, I've been changing so many things in my schedule. And I was like, I am going to start scheduling more fun because I've been caught so much up in this hustle mode, in this, um, you know, work, work, work mentality. And it's not just affecting me, but it's, it started affecting my relationship. We haven't been doing date nights. We haven't been, you know, intimate as much, just like spending time together and stuff like that. Like, we just been so busy, so consumed with the kids, their schedules. And, you know, it's affecting us because we haven't really been connected. And that's why that day I was like, listen, we don't have the kids. We're going to go out. Let's go hang out. Let's go be sociable. Let's get out the house. Let's go have a drink. You know, we can still do things that we once enjoyed doing, but in a more beneficial, positive way. We didn't go out and get stupid drunk. No, but we went out. We enjoy drinking. Sometimes we want to go enjoy a nice drink. We went and did that. And it was just so nice to be in that, just back in that, um, back in that reality and just have that time for ourselves again. So I was like, okay, I need to start scheduling more fun in my life because I've been just super heavy hustle mode and it's not benefiting me in any way. So I believe if you schedule more fun stuff and you can do stuff that still aligns with your goals, you know, for example, like I want to be a self-development coach and I was just listening to this podcast um, on my way to start filming this episode, which I'm filming this episode in front of a Dunkin' Donuts, okay? I'm in my car filming this episode. Um, I really realized, this is just a little a little chit-chat. Um, I'm not going to make this long, but I realized that I want to start setting up my podcast environment. Um, even just for like my Bible studies, I really want to set up a place where Um, it just gives me that vibrational, I don't know, like the aesthetic. Um, and I'm still, I'm still kind of playing around in my head what I want to 
like do or where I want to film at. Um, I do enjoy filming in my car sometimes. Like I'm away from my kids. I'm away from my um, chaotic home life with my dogs and, you know, all the noise. And sometimes my car is just really my sanctuary. It's my peace of mind. Um, when I'm on the go, I can just pull over somewhere and I can just sit in my car in the silence and just, you know, be here, be still. So I really love being in my car. Um, also, another thing I was telling uh, my classmates yesterday was like, I sleep so much in my car. No, I'm not a hobo. I'm not a bum. I do have a house with a bed, but I work overnight. And then during the daytime, I'm on go. Um, I go to school in the evening. So sleep right now has been a habit that I, I need to get back into getting, but it's been hard. Um, but one thing I do is I sleep in my car. I really love my car, y'all. Okay. So that's just another uh, funny um, update of my life. I sleep a lot in my car. I do. Like yesterday, I got to school at 5.30. Class didn't start till 6. I set my alarm for 6.10. I was like, I'm in the parking lot. Like, I can go in 10 minutes late. Who cares? I'm going to take this little quick 45-minute uh, nap, and I'm going to enjoy it. I was knocked out in my car. I was knocked out. And I woke up and that was the best nap of my life. It really gave me the boost I needed to get through like the school day and the night. So I was so happy with that. And I slept so good in my car. I put my seat all the way back, locked my doors and it was super dark. And I had a beanie hat on and I pulled the hat down to like be like my little eye mask. It was so funny. Like if anyone was to walk by my car, they'd be like, what is good with this girl? But listen, I'd be working a lot overnight. I don't sleep that much in the day. I'm with my kid. It works for me. Okay. But. All right, back to the podcast episode topic. So yes, schedule more fun um, that aligns with your goals. Like I really want to start scheduling um, more programs that I could take, whether that's, you know, going to a conference where another coach is teaching something. I really want to start doing that. Um, that would be fun to me. I would love to go and see a motivational speaker or like a self-development coach, a mindset coach, um, or attend one of their programs. You know, that is something that I'm adding to my list. Like, okay, maybe I want to take a program for a couple of weeks or a month, or maybe just do like a little course. I would love that. That would be fun for me and still beneficial and still align with my goals because that's going to help me get to my end goal. All right, and the last thing that we are going to do is we are going to make a list of what makes us feel good and we're going to do it. This is called the energy givers. We are going to find those things that sparks our energy, that hypes us up for today, that just sets the tone, sets us in a good mood. And for me, one of the things that I used to always love doing was I would cook and I would play music and I would be dancing around my kitchen while I was cooking. Just hyping myself up just living in the moment and for some reason it always just put me in a good mood it just always just made me feel like a little child um I don't know it was just one of my favorite things to do and I haven't done it in a long time so I realized that that's something I'm going to start doing again just getting myself in a good mood by giving myself that energy giver so I want you to think about what makes you feel good. Maybe it's listening to music. Maybe it's listening to a podcast. Maybe it's going for a run. You know, maybe it's a hobby. What brings you to that high, vibrant energy level? Because that is what we need to start vibing off of. We cannot accomplish our goals and dreams if we are functioning from low vibrational energies. Okay, we need to be at the highest level of the pyramid of the energy giver chart. And I believe that 
just doing those small little things, just something that brings you joy, just that little thing, you know, maybe it's um, writing, reading, whatever it is that is going to help you accomplish more of your dreams because you're going to attract more of the energy that you're putting out. So if you're pulling more energy from a good place, from um, a positive place, from a, a hyped up place, you know, or a place of love, maybe what makes you feel good is spending time with your significant other, going on dates, whatever that is, you have to do more of that so you can attract more of that energy into your life. And last, I'm going to recommend that you do something that you love to do but haven't done in a long time. And like I told you guys, um, me and my boyfriend went on a date the other night and it was something we loved to do. We always used to love going on date nights, going into the city, um, just getting out the house, hanging out, having like a drink. And for me, that was like an energy giver as well because it was something I love to do and I haven't done in a long time. And it just put my vibrational energies at an all-time high because I was like, wow, like I remember how much I love this. Like you get those flashbacks of the energy and the like the goodness that you used to feel when you used to do those things. And it like really sets the tone. It like gives you a kickstart. So I recommend thinking about maybe something you stopped doing that you really used to love to do and start doing that again. That's going to kickstart your energy level as well. And it's also going to kickstart your self-care because I believe that self-care is important. It is, should be the first thing on our list. If we are not taking care of ourselves, we are not going to manifest anything. We are not going to be vibrating out of positive energy. We are going to be stuck in that miserable feeling and just our life is dragging. Doing these steps every day or every week, however you want to break it out and do these steps before the end of the year, this is going to be a beginning of your life changing routine. Okay, this is going to be just a whole like mindset shift. It's going to be an energy shift, uh, energy shift, and I believe that this is going to help us step into the highest versions of ourselves on January 1st. And so that is it for today's bonus episode. That is all I have for you guys and I just I'm really excited to see what this new year brings for all of you, what it brings for me, and I'm excited to hear about how this is helping you, what things are you doing to turn your life around, what habits are you changing. Please feel free to reach out to me. Let me know what is going on in your life currently. How are you benefiting from this? How are you implementing this into your life, into your daily routines? And I'm so excited for everything else that is to follow on the podcast. I'm excited for next week's episode because we are getting deeper into our self-development and our mindset shift. And we are going to keep rewiring our brain and just changing our life, changing our old patterns. So I thank you guys for tuning in to another episode and I look forward to being back this week with the latest in the self-development and I hope you guys have a blessed day, a blessed week um, whenever you're listening to this. I hope you guys take care and until next time.